on feeling in the morning. Hello. Hi. Hi. Come on in. Sit down. Make yourself comfortable. Pull up a chair. You're about to listen to the Stab Abby and Matt podcast. Get a cocoa. A cocoa? Yeah, get a hot cocoa. Hot chocolate. Put a marshmallow in it. Oh, little brandy. Little brandy. Little brandy. Irish that bad boy up. In fact, get rid of the cocoa. Keep Eat the marshmallow. Pour yourself a brandy. I used to go to a coffee uh, shop and they used to have the whole list of mm. uh, liqueurs that you can put in it as well. Ah. But it was interesting because they never had it uh, only served up for a certain time. Yeah. So you could have it at any time of day. You could have it. Right. Yeah. I saw a meme, uh, whether it was someone had made it up or whatever, but it's the internet and I like to believe it. That um, mm-hmm. someone had put a sign up. You know how there's all the um, syrups to yeah. put in coffees yeah. and stuff? Mm. And they said, this is not hand sanitizer. <laughs> it is coffee syrup. Because there's a white one, which I think is vanilla. And people uh, were apparently pumping it. it and thinking it was hand sanitizer. <laughs> I went up at, at the um, gym that we go to. Um, I went over to um, the hand sanitizer station. I put my hand under it. I was like, that's the water station. <laughs> <laughs> Did it just start pissing out? No, it didn't. But oh. it was the water, <laughs> not hand that? sanitizer. I was <laughs> well, this must be to refill my hand sanitizing bottles. I was saying this to um, Nat, one of our producers outside, about she said, you know, like everywhere now is trying to flog off the teeny tiny bottles for like five or six bucks. Yeah. Because it was, you know, no one had it for a long time, hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you walked in with an empty bottle of hand sanitizer at shops and just started filling <laughs> up. And they're like, what are you doing? You say, oh, I'm going to be here a while. Like, <laughs> just could, could you just go just and just it. fill up your... refill station? Yeah. The ones that, um, I don't know if the ones at SeaWorld were the same, but when we went to Winter Wild on the weekend, the ones there are foot activated, so you don't have to touch anything. But wouldn't the hand sanitizer just wash straight off I think every time you go down a slide? I guess if no one's really... Yeah, but you reapply constantly. Because yeah. you've got to think all the metal bars... Yeah. To line up and stuff. They've got one and... at childcare, which is brilliant. It's like one of those, um, you know, the the, the spin-free Dyson mm. Air. What are they called? Remember, they didn't have the little the fans, the bladeless the fans, fans, bladeless fans, the Dyson, and mm. they're round. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Do you know those ones? They yeah. were huge. Oh, for a yes, while. I get. They're like it's spa- that shape, I get you. Yep, and yep, you yep. put your hand in the middle of it, mm. and it's got a sensor, and it comes down with this beautiful foam one. Yeah, right. yeah. They said that they were spending about five hundred dollars a week on mm. it. So they were hell. charging for the re- refills, but now it's I don't know cheaper. if the, fo- the foot activator didn't get enough joy there. It was very clever. No, it was well, good. Was foot oh. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I no, I get it. I get it, but I think I what think she's... the sensor ones are better. Yeah, what she's saying is you don't touch it at all. But see, but see what, what this was, though, was that they well, had... Here goes, the salesman. <laughs> he's got us. We're in the middle of the Westfield. We've stopped, so now he's not going to let... We're just going to have to buy Tommy, something. Tommy, how is it better than my We're just going to have to buy well, something. More, I like more the innovation one. of it because it was they were already existing and they've modified them to be foot activated, which I think is clever. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do you know we don't? We've got the foot things here on our doors. That's pretty cool Do you too. Use I really that? like use that, that too. Yeah. yeah. Except there is a slight danger with that one. That you're going to sprain your knee. No. That when <laughs> when you're doing it and you've got to get your foot into the little hook grip. If someone's coming in, I've almost been cleaned up like twice because if someone's coming in the other way and they just fling the door open. I think they're very hard to use. Do you? Yeah. Hmm. Because they shouldn't. They should be straight. So you could do your hand straight. You got to do it on the side and open up. Hmm. You don't use a foot one, do you? No, I do. But I'm just saying, oh, see, I've got a boot on, so a boot's quite easy. You can just uh, rip it in. But see, yeah. you've got, if you're wearing oh, like yeah. a sandal. Yeah, or it's a bit weird. A soft shoe. Right. Yeah. They're not really girl friendly, I don't think. Yeah, mm. fair How enough. sexist. Well, you know. It's the world we live in, isn't it? Mm. <laughs>
Right, I'll buy one. What do you got? How much are they? I can do <laughs> batches plan? of 50. <laughs> 50? Yeah. Oh, that, that's good. I was going to take like 100, but that's cool. I'm well, left-footed. Give you two batches. Is there one for those? <laughs> that, that's an easy soul. <laughs> are oh. they what? Left-footed? Uh, yep, they're all left-footed. <laughs> oh, I'm a right foot, sorry. <laughs> yeah, you'd be amazed how easy you come around. <laughs> Here we go. He's the podcast. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. I just want to see if this is a thing now. You know, we're talking about um, uh, getting older and technology changing. Ooh. And I'm just like, is this is this what 2020 is now? Because yesterday... I, I won't say what bank, mm. but a bank that's popular with kids' accounts. <laughs> I thought that I would go in and open one. Right. So I teachers I had... credit union. <laughs> no, no. Big with the kids. No, no, no. I had I had the birth certificate. I had the passports. I've done it before. Third kid getting around to it. So he's used to it. So I went into the bank, mm. and it was quarter to three, mm-hmm. and I said hi, um, and there was one other person in there. I said, I just want to open um, a bank account. She goes, oh, no, um, we close in an hour and a quarter. I said, I'm sorry? <laughs> she said, oh, we close in an hour and a quarter? And I went, yes, that's why I'm here now. She goes, yeah, we can't open it now. I was like, what do you mean? She oh, goes, from 2.30, uh, it's the CBF rule around this joint. She goes, have you made a booking? I said, no, I haven't made a booking because that's what you do. So, like, if that's the scenario that you do, do we now now have to book in for it? And I looked around, I said, so what are you going to do for that? She goes, oh, we're just doing simple transactions. And I thought, okay, this is ridiculous. We've already started counting the till. I'm yeah. so sorry. I love it that takes, one. It takes an hour and a I half. Just can't, I mean, imagine if I get it, they probably have to do other stuff, but you're still there to serve, right? Mm, so mm. should you not shut up early and then just put a sign on saying we're doing other stuff? Because no doubt yeah. you're busy. I don't know doing what. Count the but money imagine in the if you worked in a retail store and I went, oh, I'm so sorry, I close an hour and a half. I can't sell you that dress. <laughs> I'm so sorry, we can't we can't make your subway. We're closing an hour and a half. Mm. And then I said, well, okay. And my son wanted to change to a different bank, right? And he wanted all his savings that, well, his parents had put, my parents had put in there for him. Yeah. So I was like, all right. So I said, oh, that's okay. All right. Well, my son wants to draw $1,000 out. And they said, did you book in for that? What are they? Yeah, and no, I'm that, like, that what? I know you you're do. a bank. They don't have money. No, yeah. that's true these days. But you're a it? bank. Yeah, it's like when I went to Red Rooster and run out of chickens. <laughs> yeah. That never went down well. If you want, if you want a large amount of cash out of a bank, isn't a large amount of cash though, is it for a bank? Well, I think I think they're trying to keep the, the robbery opportunities low, is what they would say. But, but you do, have, you do bank, have to order the I money. I thought the employees wanted to go ahead, like they want to go. Nah, nah, we'll serve you because I'm like by doing all this, you're just trying to push people onto online even more. Mm, yeah, you know, you should want to have to do it. Mm. But I was like, what? What? Now you have to book in, and I can't call, and you're online for, and you're on hold for an. And, and you know it's annoying when they say we've got an online service where you can chat? Because I try and use that chat thing as much. They don't get it. But it's a robot. Mm. says, up, hi, my name's Wendy. How can I help you? And you say, I want to open an account. And then, and then it comes up with just random responses. And you're like, you're I'm not, sorry, you're it's not quarter Wendy. to three. I did that yesterday <laughs> when I was trying to get for Booper because my husband's having a surgery yeah. on his ears. Mm. And it's called an exotosis or something. Mm-hmm. But it went to spell check. So I said, I just want to see if we're covered for an exorcist. <laughs> 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 yes, you actually are. You've just come through your uh, waiting period, so any Yay. demons can uh, yeah. be exercised. So, do ba- so banks are still shutting it for these days, too. Yeah. That, yeah. that means I always thought they pushed a little bit later. Some no, I don't think, think so. They're, mm. they're set. Like mm. they'll shut the shop right at four o'clock. 
And if you're in there, you've got to go through a special exit. Right. Uh, so did so you did you, you go to another bank? Like, did you do the, the typical, like, if Coles doesn't have something and you storm out, well, I'm going to Woolworths. Yeah. No, I just I went online and just gave feedback. Oh, oh, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I hope they reply with a letter saying, well, it is store policy to start Stop. counting until early. <laughs> right, oops. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> this lady wants to remain anonymous. And if you want to send a Dear Abby in, you can. Dear Abby at b105.com.au. Mm. A-double-B-Y, by the way. Otherwise, it will bounce back. Uh, I could have written this myself uh, before I had my third child. I've been in this situation. I want to hear from girls and boys. Okay? She's written. Dear Abby, I was hoping you could help me with this problem I'm having. So my husband has two children from a previous relationship and we have a beautiful child together. Now I have always said from the beginning that I would still like two children and this was agreed on. My son has two little best friends at daycare and their mums are my friends at work and they've actually, one of them has just had another child, a second, and the other one is currently pregnant Mm -hmm. and it's made me feel really clucky and I want to have another baby. Now, my husband has always said that, yes, we can have another baby, but now nothing seems to happen. And because he put on a cheeky bet, he has said, if we win, we can try for another baby. This was said in front of my two friends, so I do have witnesses to this agreement. (laughs) Well, he won this little bet and still no baby. Now, three months on, he still makes up things saying, if this happens, we can try for another, or if that happens, we can try for another, and I keep getting my hopes up. I have told him time and time again to not play that card with me as it's actually really making me upset. Mm. I want another baby, but I don't think it will ever happen. What do I do? Do I keep holding on for hope and hope that one day it will happen, or do I just give up and accept it never will? Am I even wrong for trying to push for another one with him? Thirteen, ten, sixty. And I want to hear from guys as well that mm. maybe you've done this. Because my, my husband did. Right. It was always like, oh, well, you know, if I get this contract at work, then you can. And what's really hard is when someone says yes, you do get your hopes up. Mm. You even start planning. Mm. And then when they say no, it's just toying with your emotions. Because I don't think, and my husband didn't realize how connected I was to it. Mm. So I booked him in to go to a counselor because he wouldn't talk about it. And we sat down with the counselor. And I was like, just so you're aware, that was $180. So next time, talk to me about it. But it's funny. So what you're saying. We're going to keep coming to this $180 <laughs> <Yep>. counselor until <laughs> you impregnate me. <laughs> right, babe, let's do it. <laughs> no, but for him, yeah. he brought up something with her that he never brought, brought up with me. Right, right. Well, you know, and he's this like, guy's got something goes, going on. I'm worried about the money. Mm. I was like, well, then why don't you say that? And he's mm. like, because I don't want to get your hopes up. But I'm like, well, you are if you're saying yes one minute and then no. You're better off saying it's never going to happen mm. so that I could then grieve yeah. that decision. Mm. Is it though sometimes, what if uh, if you're in a relationship and one person mm. wants one and just say this guy turns around and says to this woman, I actually don't want a third kid. Yeah. I'll stop saying that to you, but I'm done. I don't want any more. Mm. He's, maybe he's carrying the weight of disappointing her. Well, of course, and you don't want to upset her. Yeah. And the one thing that the counsellor said to us is you need to to realise if that decision will be resented. Yeah. Will you both be able to deal with it? Mm, and sometimes they leave. Like I, I want a baby so badly that I have to leave and go and have a Because you can a imagine child. if, you know, um, you're saying that you never wanted a child and mm. then Kat came to you and said she did. Mm. And you were, I guess, you're okay with it. But mm. if you went... If I wasn't. No. Mm. Imagine how that 
Mm. Can play with the relationship. Yeah, mm. completely. Uh, but remember, he's got so if he can't sit down and have a decent conversation with her like about that. it, there's something going on. You reckon he's just fearful? I don't know. Maybe guys, why do why do you do that? Are you fearful of it? Do you not want to upset them, well, or do you sometimes go, yeah, we could have another one, and then something happens and you go, no, that was too hectic. <laughs> I, I actually believe at the end of the day, it's always the woman's choice. I th- I think the man. You, I I feel like as a man, mm. it, it's up to the woman. Like if if when I went to Esther and said about having because we already had Ethan, mm. I was scared to talk to her about it because I knew that if she could just say nah, you know, but you, and you could do, you could do the same to her. Yeah, you could do the same. I think it's both. A lot of my friends' husbands have mm. said no, and they took a long time to accept it. But one of my friends said that he sat down and he did it in a real way and said financially. You want to go on overseas holidays once a year. Mm. We're not going to be able to afford it. So you need to work out what's important. And she was like, once he's explained it to that, mm. I go, yeah, no, I'm happy with having two. I think it's joint. But we want on 131060. Do you have advice or have you gone through this? We've got Tamika in Springfield. Have you? Hi. Yeah. So I have three children on my own um, with my partner, same man. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, like, we both work full time. Study full time. We've got three kids. Things are getting real at our house, and I had the thought for wanting a fourth. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, crazy as it seems. And we kind of it took. I I made the the bombshell one day, mm. and it took like a good two weeks before we sat down and had a conversation. And I think it's just about exploring the wife, mm. and then. The house, like I learned, you know, it took a bit of reflection, but I learned that I wanted a child because I'm coming up to graduation, and it was a fear thing. Mm. I was, I was so scared about, you know, not getting a job that having a baby just it was a fallback. Right, right. rather than actually wanting the other child. Mm. Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, and I'd love more children, but financially. Emotionally, it's just about exploring all of the the wise. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Mm. Yeah. All righty, Tracy from Bean Lee, thirteen ten sixty is the number. Uh, what's your advice for these uh, these people who can't decide whether to have another kid or not? Um, I have four from my first relationship, and I've got a pr- another two. And I would say it's definitely fifty fifty. Mm. Definitely all the way through. Um, you both have to be invested in the relationship. You both have to be invested in the child, and you don't want one child feeling like they're left out. Okay, yeah, right. right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. He doesn't seem to want to sit down and have a conversation about it, though, is, is one of her issues. From the sounds of what I've heard her issue is, he's actually just um, giving him a bit of authority back. Right. Mm. This mm. is this is his hold on his relationship. Mm. If I give in and give another baby, then what, where do I go from there? Yeah, right. Good point. Mm. Yes, yes, Tracy. Yes. I think you've nailed it there. <laughs> you know, thanks. Amen. We don't get much authority over things, so when we have it, we do. You know, we we bask in it. Do you know what, hey, Tracy? There's, there's money there for him at the moment. There's mm. no money once a baby comes. Yeah. Well, I say that one of my guy friends did admit this, and he said that he was holding out for eight months because mm. that's when he was a wanted man. 
Oh. So he was like, we always got pregnant straight away. Mm. So I didn't want to say yes. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe not. And it was always. All right. And we're so simple. That's how. We, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I want another baby. No. And then that's on the table. Like, well, like, it's the whatever. first time that he's ever started to learn about a cycle. Yeah, right. Yeah. We'll admit for a split second, I thought you meant he was wanted by the police and he was just oh, waiting right, for everything no. to cool oh, off. Oh, yeah. No. Hey, right. it's been eight months. I've gotten away with it. Mm. There is something awesome about coming home, though, and your wife is ready for you straight away. You're like, <laughs> but it's, is it my birthday? Did I miss something? <laughs> Anonymous, uh, what do you think about this? She wants another baby. He keeps saying yes and then no. Okay, so. I am saying sort of situation about 10 years ago. I don't believe as well to follow my advice because it it went bad, then it went good. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) So about 10 years ago, I wanted to have another baby. We already had a five-year-old, and I said, you know, it's time. Um, He didn't want to. Um, I ended up going off contraception he was aware as well, yeah. um, and I got pregnant. Mm. Um, Anonymous, and uh, his re- that, that his... is not that's not nice of you to do that. <laughs> his You're reaction, naughty. his reaction. He actually broke up with me, right? Okay, and so I was. That's why I say don't follow my advice. Um, but he, so I had a five-year-old, and I was pregnant. So we were broken up for pretty much the entire time I was pregnant. I moved away. Um, came back to Brisbane like a month before I was due. Um, he was there. He's always been an amazing father. Mm. He was there at the birth and then ended up, um, I think, it, like he fell in love with the baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. we started talking. So, and since then, we've had another. Child, but oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, Anonymous. Like, it ended well in the end, but trapping a man with a baby, probably not the best start to the situation. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We're the three best friends that anybody could have. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. We're the three best friends that anybody could have. And we'll never, ever, 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 ever leave each other. I was tidying out some boxes. You know, when you move into a house and still three years later, you're tidying out from boxes. Yes. And there were some old magazines and they had relationship and friendship quizzes in there. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh, I miss doing those. So I brought them in and gave them to our producer, Siobhan. And these are friendship quizzes. Mm-hmm. And we did it with Stav of how well we know him. Can I just remind you that I got full marks? Yes, you yeah, did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. So now we got to pick up your game. Yeah. Well, see, it's just different, you know, perceptions. Abby said that you're scared of um, small, confined spaces, and mm. I said that you're scared of Abby, so... <laughs> He's actually not. He just pretends he is. That's right. What, scared of Ella? <laughs> scared of combined spaces? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not... not. So, today, uh, Shivy, uh, our producer's in. She's going to ask the questions, and I believe they're for me. Absolutely. Is that right? Maddie's the one up today, so Abby and Stav... It's your time to shine. Okay. Okay. Names of buzzers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, we just... Uh, this is what was, yeah, okay. it's, okay. so first one in is what right. we were doing last mm. time around. Yeah. Okay. Okay, first question. What time does your best friend get up in the morning? Oh, uh, <laughs> she, is that get, really a question in the magazine? Yes. That's interesting. Uh, I am going to go with quarter past four. I would have said that as well. 
4am on the knocker. All right. We did an interview the other day and you said you get up at like quarter past. No. <laughs> No, oh. four, four o'clock is when my alarm goes off, oh. mm. and I need to be in the car moving by 4.30 or I'm going to be late and not have time for a coffee. Right. Yeah, so if I'm in the car after 4.30, I'm like, Stab's going to be annoyed that I walk in late with a coffee. So that happens every day? No, I was on time today. <laughs> okay, so no one knows matter yet. What is your best friend's favourite form of physical activity? Oh, come oh, on, sex. that's easy sex. <laughs> <laughs> Hands down. There actually isn't another one. Yeah, isn't that for him, it's physical. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's second only to uh, mountain bike riding. Yeah. Yes, There's no yes. bonus point thing here, though. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. All righty. Maddie's <laughs> middle... Next one, eating. <laughs> Still physical. Maddie's middle name. Oh, uh, I say John Paul Acton, but can we go into this? It's actually Matthew, John. Matthew, John... Paul, but his other name is not actually on his birth certificate, so I'm not going to go there. That's his confirmation name Mm. that he chose because his friend was called that. That's right. So which one's my birth certificate name? Matthew Matthew John John Paul Paul Acton. Matthew John Peter Paul. Matthew John Peter. (laughs) Matthew John. All the Bible. Matthew John. If you list all the disciples, you'll get there. Ringo. George. No, I've got it. I've got it. It's Matthew John acting on his birth certificate. Sleepy, bashful. That, that's correct. Right. And then he added Paul because no, they added no, Peter. Added, added Peter because that was my confirmation name, and I picked Peter because Peter Turek was my best friend in primary school at the time, and I was like, well, of course I'll just pick Peter. I can have that one though. Yeah, yeah. It was on his I'd be good. Why yeah. did I get that? Exactly the same answer, sir. Yeah, but you weren't as. What is well, your? You weren't as aggressive <laughs> in it. <laughs> <laughs> what is your best friend's favorite dish to cook? Oh, go- roast. oh, God, a lamb roast, Red and he roast. likes to slice it, and he puts a little garlic, garlic in, in it, and he puts rosemary. rosemary. Stop copying. <laughs> 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 All right, last one. <laughs> I'm not copying if the answer's the same. I, I love how our best friend quizzes always cause a big wedge between us all. It's so much fun. He does also like wedges. Wedges, yeah. He does do good potatoes on the side, though. Yeah. Loves, Have you ever had his lamb roast? Loves potato gems. <laughs> no bonus points. What is I his love favourite? You chips and gravy. I love you both equally, just so you know. Yeah. For me, it doesn't matter what you answer. To be here. fair, we I don't care. We just you. want to win the quiz. Yeah. Last one. Mm. What is Maddie John Peter Acton's favourite item of clothing? Oh, his country road jumper, um, <laughs> you would have to say. Uh, or what else is he? Oh, he does like his pineapple jumper, too. Yeah, but that wouldn't be his favourite item. He loves item. that shirt with the flamingos. I like that one. Um, yeah. What's his favourite item? I'm going to go with mm. some sort of shoes, though. Mm. Are you like sure? his RM, RM Williams shoes. Is that what you wrote down? Yeah! That is correct! Best investment I ever made. They're oh, so expensive. And you should go to the factory but... one day. <laughs> oh, yeah, the I'm factory. No, no, I've never been to I the factory. I told you I'm going to go and take you to the factory if we ever go to South Australia. I would love that. Mm. Good stuff. Abby Who, wins again. Hey, Abby! I let her win because I'm afraid of her. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Alpha Bucks tomorrow, 7 and 8, $10,000. Here's some answers. What was it, Stav? The letters are M and R, and your answers can be Moscato and Rita Ora. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We're having a children's party. 
I've never really been a, uh, a hectic mum that's into birthday parties for the kids. Mm. I've been like, you're going to have one every second year, and then that's been pushed out to three years, and then if you nag me, then I will. But this was <laughs> supposed to be birthday year for, for both my eldest kids. Right. Perhaps a big year for parties. Do you, have you noticed it's prep. heaps of kids well, do he's it? Had, Finney's had, uh, Jack has had one before, and this will be his second party that he's ever had. Yeah. Um, and Finney was our firstborn, so he has had a couple more because we're all pretty excited about that. Yeah. And then um, Koa... Well, he'll, he'll just have to wait till he's 18. <laughs> yeah. And it will Maybe. be epic. <laughs> uh, but he's so he's so excited about birthdays. Like, he's birthday obsessed with it. So he's been talking about it all year. Mm. And it is on Sunday. And I haven't done any organisation for it whatsoever. We are going to a jungle adventure place. Oh, so done. It's like, I'll do it all. Yeah. I booked it online. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sent out the invites through text messages. Awesome. That's oh, clever. That's I never thought to do that. So good. Rather than... Because I, I didn't want to... I was said that I didn't want to upset the other kids, but to be honest, it's just one of the other mums had all the numbers, so I just text them, and then mm. you can go online and RSVP at the place. Awesome. Yeah, because you don't mind upsetting the other kids. Well, I think it's I think it's a, a growth opportunity for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Remember we accidentally invited the wrong kid because yes. there was there was one so with the same awkward. name. Esther put it in the wrong bag. <laughs> <laughs> and then we didn't find out till like two days before. So the real kid who was meant to come thought he wasn't invited. <laughs> like, We're like, uh oh. And then the rando kid turns up. We're like, just shh, stand up, play along. I want to hear from kids now. It's school holidays, and maybe you don't go to kids' parties anymore. Maybe you're 12. I'll still take your opinion. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you were in the thick of kids' parties, and you would like to call and tell me how important the lolly bag is, the loot bag. Because the only other party my sons had mm-hmm. were at a park, and I thought, you know what? They've had enough sugar. The kids don't, like, the parents don't want them to have a lolly bag. No. They've had enough, so I'm not going to do it. And I had all the kids come up to me and say, mm. where's the lolly bag? I'm mm. like, oh, we don't have a lolly bag. And they're like, mm. you don't have a lolly bag? I'm like, no. <laughs> and what then, kind of party is what this? What kind of monster are you? Who, do you know, you? at the end of the party, I ended up, because they were so irritating me, I had big bowls of lollies at the thing. So I got everyone to come up and hold their T-shirt <laughs> out, and I filled their T-shirts <laughs> with lollies. And um, I went on their way. Excuse me, Mrs. Jagger's mum, but if you don't have lolly bags... um. Can I please get the Nerf gun back that I brought in here? Because that's how this exchange works, lady. I'm not sure you realise. I push the present across the table. You slip me the bag under the table. That's how this situation works. Has it always been so big? Like, I don't remember going to kids' party. Like, I remember... I remember them as a was kid. It? Yeah. And Macca's... Well, see, Macca's parties were uh, the rage when I was a kid. I judged on the party by the lolly bag. Yeah. Because that's what my sons are saying. They're like, if you don't have a good one, the party wasn't good. I'm like, you've just gone on the jungle thing. You've mm. just eaten awesome food. Mm. It's true. It's Think of it like this. The the money you give at a wedding, mm. you want it to be equal to yeah, how good you, the bar is. So if yeah. you get to a wedding and you're like, okay, we're going to give good money in the wishing well, and they're like, Foster's Light and <laughs> Clean Skin Wine is always serving, you're like, now I want my money back. Yeah. If that's the case, why aren't we doing them at... Adults party. Like when you leave at the night, you get a little bit of a lolly back. <laughs> that, well, I'm not sure probably. there's like out there. <laughs> I think there's, you might cross some sort of line. Sure, I've been to a couple of parties like that. <laughs> no, I'm serious. <laughs> is there, oh, man, this is, this is great sherbet stuff. <laughs> man, this is the what best party I've ever been to. Take it back as you leave. <laughs> Actually, don't do that. <laughs> um, That's not what I'm talking about. Kids. <laughs> Oh, there are also a surprising expense because you've got yeah. to buy a lot of crap. 
yeah. to fill up the bag. You so know? I bought something, but I don't know if I've really nailed the lolly bag. Uh-huh. And I want to speak with kids out there. I know. Burning ten sixty, you can judge away. <laughs> I know and love you, and I'm. I reckon <laughs> I can, know the answer. <laughs> yeah, I have to, we right, can well, then no in. calls then. No, no, we it's still already nailed. We still, still want the, the call. Tick. No, I Come on, some, kids. Come on, I kids. I got stuff I normally wouldn't give the kids. Okay. Back if to you the, put right. carrots, don't put carrot sticks in. I it. got Skittles. Well, Ooh, hello, no, you've got yep. me now. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> I think she's lying. Uh, no, I got Skittles. <laughs> Skittles. I'll bring in the receipt. <laughs> yeah, they better be in the original packaging, because if you yep. put them in a snap lock, I don't reckon they're legit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've got Smarties and painted an M on them. <laughs> Now you can tell the difference between M&M's and Smarties. You've got to remember, I've got to go gluten-free. Yeah, yeah. okay, right. Mm. Well, thirteen ten sixty. come on, kids. Parents, put your kids on the phone. Okay, so the first one, Thomas in Caboolture. Hey. Hey. Lolly bag essential, is it? Um, Freddo. Oh, Freddo's uh, essential, is it? Freddo is essential. Yeah. A bit tough, though, in the warmer months because they do melt. They do. Freddo, Freddo's not on the list because it's not gluten-free. But I have got – I want to know if this is okay with you. i got brown paper bags because I, wa- I, I wanted to cut down the plastic. So with that, that's okay to have a recyclable yep. one? Yep. Tick. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. you're going to inherit this world sometime. Thomas, yeah, so I wanted to get that. Yeah. So Freddo's. I'll put it on the possibly list. But I thought they melt. They will, yeah. But the good thing is they're packaged. Yeah. So never any unpackaged chocolate. No. See, okay. Thomas would be cool with the bag because he does tuck shop, you know. Yeah, they don't mind so, paper bags. Paper it's bags. generally paper, paper bags. Yeah. yeah. It's generally just a is. brown one. It's a bit boring, no, but it is fine. good to be recycled. The, if there's girls there, they may judge. Mm. They may be like, oh, brown. Funny you said that. I got two pink ones because mm. there's two girls going. Oh, you'd be sweet then. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Where do you get a pink paper bag from? Um, From the Kmart, right next to the brown ones. Really? Yeah. I see. I just thought it was a universal thing across the world. Paper bag had to be brown. Uh, no, there was a couple of pink ones. Gender labelling them. Oh. I, it's twenty twenty. <laughs> I identify as a brown paper bag. Yeah. Carrier. That is true. Yeah. Everyone gets a brown paper. <laughs> we got right. Blaze from Waterford. Good morning, Blaze. Hi. Hi, Blaze. Hey, um. So with this lolly bag, I wanted to cut out the toy because I didn't want to do too much plastic, but I have re- replaced it with dough. Do you know dough? No. No, it's like... Play-Doh? It is. It's a cheap version of Play-Doh because I didn't want to get a brand because that was expensive. So it's just dough. But you like Play-Doh? Make it. Yeah, make it. She is lazy, Blaze. Well done. (laughs) (laughs) Can I make make it? Homemade one? It's pretty easy. Uh, Yeah, I just bought dough. It's called... Make one? Yeah. Oh, she's skilled. That's cool. You've never made Play-Doh? No. Oh, it's, it's easy. It's just bread that you play with. No, it's just flour and water and stuff. So I've got to get gluten-free. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's fun, mate. It's fun. But uh, yeah, I just got dough. It was a cheaper brand of it. Dough, and it's all right. Like, you just put it in there and you can... Wow. Yeah, that's great. That's that's mm. good. You see, it's all, it's all positive at the moment. Mm, Ava, yeah. uh, Ava's 12, Springfield Lakes. Uh, what do you love in your in your loot bags? Um, I think you should always put sherbet in there. Sherbet? Yes, yeah. i got the sherbets. They're sherbets? Sherbets? No, the, yeah. the little, like... Skinny tubes of sherbet. Mm. Yeah. You know the ones you make the mistake of sucking on the end and then yep. you can never you get, get it out? So you've got to keep, one. keep cutting it with the scissors. The trick is to just open your gullet and pour it down. Yeah. So have you got those? I no, I haven't got that. Right. No. No. Are you excited by this bag yet, Ava? Um, yeah. <laughs> well, not confident, Ava. <laughs> Ava, you're, tw- you're 12. I want to know, do, when you go to parties, are they still doing lolly bags at your age? 
Um, I I don't go to many parties anymore. Yeah, they say they stop at ten, which is very sad. My little sister, who was nine, still gets like a whole lot of party bags and I just steal stuff from her. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, so it's good. yeah. See, Ava's at sleepover age. You know, after 10, they become yeah. like a handful of friends having a sleepover. True. Mm. Drayden right. in Kalanga. Good morning, Drayden. Good morning. All right. What sort of things do you like in a lolly bag? Um, cookies. Cookies? Yeah, good. I got I got fruit chocks. Do you know what fruit chocks are? Um, no. They're like apricot, delicious apricot, and then they've got chocolate on the outside. Does that sound good? Yes. That's a that's a splurge because you can only get them in Adelaide, can't you? No, 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 no. Oh. Get them at Big W. Oh. Yeah, they're delicious and they're gluten-free. And how's this, Drayden? I got Chubba Chubs. Everyone likes Chubba Chubs? Yes. But yeah. I, got, I got the mini ones. <laughs> yeah, I know, Drayden. But I put, it, I put in two for mm. siblings. Okay, yep. So only two Chubba Chubs? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, the, what, all that's going to happen is the sibling's going to be like, where's my chocolate? Where's my Skittles? Where's my <laughs> no, bag? Not that, doesn't, everything. that doesn't do anything. And they go, well, suck it, suck it. I'll have both chubba chubs. didn't get to the party. Uh, so I'm going to get one chubba chub put in the bag for Xander's mm. coming, and yeah. he can take that home to Eden. He won't. He'll munch on it. <laughs> yeah. Have two empty sticks, sticks. and go, nah, 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 you didn't get one. Interesting tidbit about the chubba chub. Do you know who designed the wrapper? Why is it so tough? What? Someone why who can pick locks? Why is the wrapper so tough? Well, what, why is that? Um, for freshness. Who it doesn't it? make sense. It's just yeah. for adult pain. I wrap my money up in it. It's like a safe. Who, who designed it? it? No, he didn't invent it. He designed the um, the colour and picture on it. Salvador Dali did the artwork with the Chupa Chup. Oh, that, that story's a lot less boring. I thought you were going to be like some guy who had 15 <laughs> fingers and he's the only one who could do it instantly. <laughs> I think you're right with I the bag. Yeah, I think sweet. Salvador <laughs> Dali. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Xenox Diamonds, where you can share your love story to win a $10,000 engagement ring. Stab versus Matt in the great Brisbane Fishing Mission. We drop the gold with the fins and you get the wins. This Friday, you will hear the results. Will this gold nugget get pulled up from the stinky, dirty, sloppy, brown river of Brisbane? We know it's going to be, but just in case. Well, we don't know. No, there is an element of risk with everything that we do. We drop it in. uh, You've specially designed a treasure box, put a $2,000 gold nugget in there. Stav and I have to magnet fish to see if we can get this thing out, and we will give it away on the air. But we thought, if there is a small possibility that you can't get it out, can we get it insured? Because it's Mm $2,000. Now, we have spoken to this guy before. He's the CEO of Q Report Jewelry Insurance. Rami, do you uh, remember the last time we caught up? Good morning. I do. I do. You had this wacky idea of sending something up into space. That's correct. you wanted me to take the risk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, in a nutshell. Uh, And you did such a good job at that, Rami, uh, that we thought we would... Is that not how insurance works, Rami? (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. It's all about the risk. Would you consider if we threw the, the the gold nugget into a treasure box, would you insure it? Well, <laughs> I think you have to ask yourself risk reward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's a good risk for me. Okay. I think, in fact, I think what you should be doing is taking a punt on sports bet whether you can find it or not. <laughs> <laughs> because I think that's about the risk that we're talking about. 
But look, maybe if we split the difference, if we insure it, like we pay a thousand dollars. I don't want to pay a thousand dollars for insurance. Sorry, I don't want. I don't want to pay a thousand dollars for insurance. <laughs> Why not? Because, because I, mean, hang I on, feel like you're possible. winning yeah. here. Yeah. You know okay, how much is how much is this nugget worth? Two thousand dollars. Well, you know what? Mm. If you're prepared to maybe pay a premium of. Like two thousand dollars, I didn't sure. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> Do you think that we we will be able to get this um, nugget out of the river? Um, you know what? I think there's enough gold rush guys out there with equipment. They probably would find it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that's um, true. It would be messy. It would be mm. messy. But mm. you know. You've you'd got, have a lot of scavengers around. Yeah, because we've got an time. hour and a half. We have given their location, so there could be real men with big magnets to come and get yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It, yeah. it could happen. I'm going to look across it's, and I'm going to go, damn it, <laughs> it's running no, over no, the other side. That guy. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, yes. Where do people um, most lose their jewellery? You know, when they're putting in an insurance claim, where often is it lost? Yeah, it, it's interesting. You know, um, a really common place is the beach. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. what I was thinking, in water, yeah. Mm. Well, it's because, you know what it is? It's really amazing. You know, people are putting hand cream on. Mm. So, you know, it makes everything slippery. And then, obviously, if you're in water, your fingers shrink a little bit. And that's, it's not an uncommon thing. So, yeah, I'd say to you, water, beach, that's a, a high-risk area, unfortunately. And you know when it lands in the sand, it just goes under and it's Yeah, gone. my husband yeah. lost his engagement, uh, his wedding band, sorry, at the, uh, at the beach down at Crumbin. Yeah, totally. Like, uh, we had a woman once who literally puts, puts sunscreen on her kids. Three rings went flying, mm. and I'm talking within two meter radius, never to be found. What is it true that if to say you have a ring, you got you know it was your your wedding ring, and 20 years later, um, you lose it and it's insured? Do you get the money of what it would be valued at, like what the price of gold is at that day, or does it go back to the original price that it was paid for? That's a really good question. You know, the way we work is we have this thing called an agreed value policy. So every year we revalue the piece of jewelry and whatever it's insured for in that year, if you have a loss, like you've lost it, whatever it's insured for in that year. So let's say you bought it 20 years ago for a thousand dollars and today it's insured for two and a half thousand. We'll pay out the two and a half thousand. What we tend to do is say to you, do you have your family jeweler and go back to your family jeweler, you know, but um, we're going to pay out that full two and a half thousand dollars. We're not going to ask for any discounts or anything. We're just going to pay that amount because that's your agreed value. Does right. anybody have a family jeweler? My mum did growing up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Let's all go with Xenox. Everyone can has we? a friend. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well yeah. let's be honest. Xenox is our family jeweler. That's what Carl, I meant. Carl that's Carl our family jeweler. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. So if we like, and I'm just thinking this out. There is a there is oh. a chance here, Rami, that we lose mm. the gold, right? So we don't get the gold out. Yeah. Um, if it does sit in the the dirty brown for twenty years, we got to remember it'll be worth more when it gets dug yeah. up. Yeah. Do you know what? This I is good for you. I think you could be right. Yeah, it could be. But you know what the thing is? First of all, you have to remember the whole thing about insurance is it has to be attached to a person. We're insuring you. So if it's your nugget, you know, I'm insuring you, but now you've thrown it away and that's an act of, you know that you've done it. So it's like a, a deliberate act and that mm. sort of stuff's up all insurance policies. Right. You do things deliberately. I understand. So I yeah. am walking yeah, with my treasure chest across the bridge hmm. and your I shoelace trip. is undone so you trip over your own shoelace uh-huh. right so sorry let me rephrase this would you insure a two thousand dollar gold nugget that i have on me okay great question <laughs> so if it's in a piece of jewelry so yeah. let's say you had it hanging off a chain yeah absolutely yeah. no problem at all but just a loose nugget is not really a piece of jewelry it's just mm. it's actually 
in fact, it's an asset. It's an it asset. It could be like yeah. a gold coin. Yeah. Okay. And so I don't necessarily need to a gold coin. Right. Oh, okay. We forgot to tell you, Rami. It's got a necklace. It's got yeah. A it's got a hole in it with a piece of string. <laughs> it's beautiful. Do you guys like it on me? Oh, it, it looks, yeah, looks, it looks great, great with that outfit, actually. Yeah. It brings out your eyes. Thanks. <laughs> Good on you, mate. There Thanks, he is. Rami is the CEO of Kiraport Jewelry Insurance. Um, that's it. If we lose it, it's done. It's gone. Gone. Gone forever. Uh, so best of luck, everybody. Uh, we'll have the full results this Friday. And a shout-out, of course, to Xenox Diamonds, where you can share your love story to win a $10,000 engagement ring. It's Stav, Abby and Matt, the Fish and Mission. Stav, Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. All righty. Uh, that's the podcast. Have a great day, everybody. Bye. Bye. Stav, Abby and Matt. Get that fun feeling in the morning. B105.